Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. But stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, and with me as always... Hi, I'm Kenny Wadorski. Kenny, I went on a date last night. Oh, do tell. Go on. (laughs) Dating is not easy in our horrible dystopian future. No, I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, where do you take her? (laughs) In this case, I took her out on a paddleboat ride on Tempe Town Lake in the middle of Phoenix. Okay. Well, that's kind of nice. It's a little romantic. Yeah, I just, it's it's not usually, that that's not usually where I would go for a first date. That's a little much for a first date. Usually you want something, you know, casual and low pressure, like coffee. Oh, wait, all the coffee houses are closed. Well, we could right. get a drink. Oh, right, all the bars are closed. You want to go on a boat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did the date go well? Did, was there a connection? Uh, I th- I think it was fun. Yeah, I okay. think we had a fun time. She's oh, cool. uh, she she's a, a fellow English major. She's very witty. <laughs> okay, nice. Got to got to have that fun witty first date repartee. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, you know, brought brought a speaker so we could have music out there on the water and uh, a cooler full of drinks and just a nice nice relaxing evening. Well, that's good. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have a little. I don't know. Uh, R&R during this crazy dystopian 2020. So <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you went on a date. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, I, I think love might be in the air this week on Batman between Candace and Bane. We watched yeah. Bane this week. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> we are doing, the episode is self-titled, it is Bane. And uh, we open up. Let's see here if I can remember it. Because <laughs> yeah, we well we open up we open up on Candace, and I think you said way back during Two Face parts one and two. I said I like Candace. I don't think we ever see her again. And you said no, we'll see her again. Just you wait. You yep. were right. Here's Candace. This is uh, Rupert Thorne's right hand woman, and she's she's picking up Bane at the airport where he gets off the plane in his big trench coat and fedora and luchador mask. Yes. (laughs) Totally inconspicuous for this professional assassin. Known professional assassin. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, the uh, flight attendant. She's saying goodbye to uh, all the other passengers. But when he walks up, she gasps and looks at him. It's like, did you not notice him the entire flight? <laughs> Some stranger in a luchador mask? Well, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's man. walking towards the car. You can tell he's very he's very large and imposing. Uh, he's got a big, heavy briefcase. Uh, Candace is loving it. She is. Yeah, she's she is thirsty. treating him like, yeah, <laughs> treating him like eye candy and gobbling him up with those eyeballs. <laughs> she, yeah, he gets in the car and the car uh, just kind of lowers down real because he's so heavy yep. and Candace is, you know, crossing her legs and she's kind of doing the, I don't know, the, the smoky voice, uh, alluring, uh, repertoire with, with Bane, like, Oh, Hey, you've been hired by Thorne. Cause you're the best, that kind of thing. Yep. And she escorts him to, uh, to Thorne's hideout, some office building somewhere where, uh, Thorne is, is, having boxing practice with a mook named Jake. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
Rupert Thorne, he's, he's out of shape. He's a big guy. He's punching the punching bag. And Jake's like, come on. No wonder Batman's taking you down. You can't, you punch like this. And so Rupert Thorne punches him in the face, knocks him out. KO. Yep. And, and then Candace and Bane come in and, and Thorne says, Candace, when Jake comes to, tell him he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. So uh, I, I don't think so. Bane is technically a hired mook in this episode, but I I don't think I don't think he gets rated on the Anthony meter because no. by the end of the episode he's kind of gone out on his own. Yeah. He's his yeah. own villain. Yeah, so. but I I think we do need to rate Jake real quick here. He's a one-scene <laughs> wonder, but you <laughs> you want to talk about Hart. He cared so much about about his boss and and his boss's uh, success at at this boxing practice decided to get to get a little bit into his boss's head and and yeah okay it turned around and and bit him in the ass and he got fired but i feel for jake i think jake is top quality mook value really i, I think the problem is thorn just doesn't appreciate a good mook he just wanted rupert to be in shape that's all yeah he was challenging rupert he was motivated yeah cuz he so... wanted rupert to be the best yeah well what are you thinking for the the anthony scale on the other hand, he does have a glass jaw, so I'm I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say five fifty. Five fifty. You know what? All right, I'm down yeah, with plus, that. Plus a couple hundred for heart, but not not much in the way of muscle value. No, no. <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even last long enough to face up against Batman. Yeah. All right, I'm down with that. Yep. Uh, uh, as, as Bane comes into the, the room and uh, Rupert explains to him that Batman stops some kind of thing that will never connect to Rupert Thorne, but it did cost him quite a bit of money. And so he says, I want you to take him out. Here's a briefcase full of diamonds. And uh, Bane says, OK, I'm looking forward to this. This is what we've set up. And he's got a newspaper of Killer Croc. And uh, Rupert Thorne says, no, 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 I want you to take out Batman. And Bane says, I'm going to follow Killer Croc because no doubt Batman's going to go after Killer Croc because he's escaped from prison. Yep. Which is kind of so, nice. We get Killer Croc in this episode, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a little little villainous combo platter here between yeah. Croc and Bane and Thorne and Candace. Right. So so Croc has Croc has never had mooks before, but Croc's got mooks now. He he got himself a little gang while we weren't watching. Maybe maybe he made some connections in prison. Yeah. Uh yeah. you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so they're robbing some kind of warehouse thing and uh there's this so mostly they're just straight ahead mooks. I'm gonna say three fifty a piece. Yeah, they're you know, just they're standard. Fine. Standard. Yeah. Fare. There's there's one guy who's like the safe cracker of the group with this funky like weasel face. In fact, he he sort of looks like uh, wasn't there a guy named Weselton? Yes. Uh, God, that was many episodes. But yes, there was. Yeah. Do we think this is the same guy? Mm, you know, I I'd have to rewatch it or. Yeah, I'd have to relook at him again. Regardless, I'm going to give this guy 400 for, you know, he's got a specialty. He's got a little extra, you know, specialized skill that he's bringing to the table. So, you know, just just that little extra for our Weasley face safe cracker. <laughs> Sounds good. 
Uh, but Batman and Robin, of course, show up to save the day, take out the mooks with, with little problem. Uh, Croc, Croc does as Croc do and flees to the sewers where Bane goes full Kool-Aid man <laughs> and busts through the sewer wall and picks a fight with Croc for pretty much no reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, just pretty much just destroys him. Uh, Robin hears it in the background. He's like, oh, somebody's beating up Croc, somebody tough. And uh, Croc floats down the, the sewer river <laughs> where <laughs> Batman and Robin take him up. And Robin's like, well, maybe it's a new cool superhero. Maybe he's helping us out. And they see their Batmobile has been trashed. And uh, Batman looks at it and goes, well, this guy is tough. They use their bare hands. So, yep. uh, so Batman catches up with Croc in, in the prison hospital because he's been beaten up so bad by Bane. And he, I I think this is, so Batman's used all kinds of intimidation tactics in the past. He is threatening Croc with physical pain. He basically tortures Croc here. This is not okay, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever see uh, The Rocketeer? I have not, no. Really? Oh, wow. Well, you should. That's a good one. Uh, but yeah. there's a scene in a hospital scene where uh, a hired goon gets basically tortured in the hospital, you know, whatever those things are called. The things that elevate your arms and stuff. Yeah. Traction. Uh, there you go. Yeah. It, it reminded me of the Rocketeers. You should see the Rocketeer. That's a good one. Well, I just signed up for Disney plus today. That's probably on there, right? It is. I, I have, my kids weren't into it, but I was, <laughs> <laughs> I signed up for Hamilton. Cause that's, that's high on my list of stuff I haven't seen yet. But, Edda was uh, like, this isn't frozen. What is this? <laughs> it's, it's like, I know. Just let daddy watch this. Come on. <laughs> so we, uh, we cut to the Batcave where Batman is pieced together from Croc's testimony. Ah, this is a guy that I apparently already knew about named Bane, escaped from Penyadoro Prison and Project Gilgamesh, Super Soldier Project Gone Wrong, Exposition, Exposition, Exposition. He uses Venom stuff and gets big. Yeah, it's like a steroid. That's his thing. Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about Bane, you know he's got this button. It's a tube that rolls into his uh, head, and you push a button, and the goo goes into your brain, and it makes you real tough. It's a yeah. steroid. Yep. And uh, there's also a fun joke where Batman tells Alfred that he destroyed my car between a couple of guys. That makes me angry. <laughs> I like that. That was a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. Batman's real quippy in this one. And it's an interesting uh, contrast with the Nightfall comics that introduced Bane where where Bane wages this like long campaign of psychological warfare and, and wears Batman down before finally confronting him in this one. It seems like he's trying to do that with, you know, beating up Croc and smashing up the Batmobile like intimidation tactics. But Batman's just like, you know, I don't give a shit. I, I can buy 50 of those cars. Yeah. What? This is supposed to scare me? I fought a werewolf. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, checkmate, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Call uh, me when Milo gets out of prison. That man makes some monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Milo again anytime soon. In fact, I think that's a wrap for Milo. 
I think, and I could be remembering wrong, I think Milo comes back way, way, way later. I think he comes back in Justice League. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so if, right. if, uh, if the world hasn't come to an end by the time we get to <laughs> Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> well, one can only hope. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, now I've lost track of where we are. <laughs> <laughs> so we get a quick scene. Uh, Candace has basically been assigned as Bane's handler at this point. And there's a little scene that exists basically to to show that not only is Candace really into Bane, Candace is like setting Bane up to she she tells him, you know, when Batman's out of the way, Gotham could be yours, and so could I. Yeah. <laughs> and I I might be inclined to complain at this point, like, oh, female character in Batman, she's you know. Except that this has always been Candace's deal. She loves watching... She loves pitting boys against each other. She loves watching them fight. She yeah. loves whoever's the biggest and the strongest. And she's just utterly without scruples about it. And that's just who she is. And I, God bless her. I love her. Yeah. Candace is the best. <laughs> she's the worst, but she's the best. <laughs> and she, she basically tells Bane, like, hey, if you off Rupert Thorne, then... It's going to be great times for all involved. And uh, so Bane's got some motivation here. Uh, Rupert Thorne shows up to kind of, he's like, oh, hey, Candace, you're here working late. And she's like, I'm just leaving. (laughs) (laughs) But Robin has been been, uh, bugging this whole conversation. He's been, been surveilling them from across the street and... I'm not sure entirely how Bane catches on to this. Yeah, he says uh, he's probably closer than you know. And then next thing you know, he's sneaking up on Robin on top of a skyscraper. And yeah. A little scuffle, a little fight. Of course, Bane beats him up. And he says, you know what? This guy's got some spirit. He may be useful yet. So he takes... He carries him like a little baby. <laughs> yeah. He, he, well, he hugs him to sleep is what he does. Gets him in a big old bear hug until he falls unconscious. Yeah. And then he walks <laughs> him away like a little baby baby. Just a little baby Robin in his arms. All tuckered out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's where uh, Batman shows up. He's got, you know, he's kind of yeah. hanging out with, what's her face, Candace. And yeah, he, is like, he tailed her. Yeah. And yeah. Candace is just like, nah, he knows that you're up to something. And of course, yeah, it's, it's it's still only the second. Act, it's still only the second act, Batman. Bane is still basically omniscient for no reason. Right. <laughs> uh, Robin's uniform is shown on the side of a rooftop. Batman goes over there and there's a note saying, be here at this specific place. It's on a boat, Rupert Thorne's boat. And uh, that's where we get kind of a, a fight. Um, let's see. Yeah, here. Batman and Bane fight. Batman does a bunch of leg locks on Bane. It's it's leg. Batman never st- skips leg day, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and to be um, honest, at this point, I'm kind of losing interest because now it's just a fight scene, and Batman has fought big, strong guys before. He's fought guys who no sell his punches and kicks before. But we've Bane never is... seen Robin fight a girl before. That's true, and this is so weird. So Batman knocks Bane off of the boat at one point, rushes in to save Robin, who's, like, tied up in this rising pool of water, and Bane 
climbs back up and resumes fighting Batman. And Robin calls over to Candace and says, hey, come here. I've got something I want to talk to you about. And she takes off her high heels, dives into the pool of water and starts wrestling Robin. And she's kind of good at it. Yeah, she's winning for a while, too. And I'm just like, (laughs) where is any of this coming from? She has never been a a hand-to-hand combatant before. But apparently all she ever needed was an invitation to throw down. For a split (laughs) second, it felt like the 60s Batman. We're just wacky, goofy fight scene, you know? Yeah. And and it kind of, I, I don't know how to describe it. It kind of took me out of the episode for a bit. I was like, this is weird. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of stuff in this third act is weird. So Batman and Bane are fighting. Finally, Batman or Bane lifts Batman up above his head in the iconic pose, getting ready to break his back over his knee like he does in the comics and says, I will break you. Yeah. But but he does what is always (laughs) seems to be the Achilles heel. (laughs) <laughs> just yeah if if you're bane if you're so goddamn smart why do you have this giant exposed tube and control panel running from your hand to the back of your head and all anybody has to do is yank that tube or in this case stab the control panel with a batarang which just pumps bane full of the venom steroid and he like hulks out to an insane degree his eyes bug out this is another don yang episode and it it gets real cartoony here in a way that's not usual for this show bane's like the background goes all bright red and bane is making like crazy faces right into the camera it gets real weird yeah uh it's it's this Kind of remind me of Itchy and Scratch. Uh, I'm sorry, Itchy and Scratchy. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like super distorted facial expressions. Yeah. Yeah, did John uh, K... Uh... <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know what Ren and Stimpy is, it's a really bizarre Nickelodeon cartoon that was shown to kids, but probably should not have been shown to kids. Probably should have been more for the teenagers. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really wild, wacky animation. Powdered Toast Man. Google Hell that. Hell yes. <laughs> I laugh still to this day. Powdered Toast Man makes my, my just uh, smile from ear to ear. Powdered Toast Man! <laughs> <laughs> so, back to Batman. Candace runs away. Batman says, ah, let her go. I know where she's headed. And Batman catches back up to her at, at Rupert Thorne's place where he drops off drops off Bane, takes off his mask, which is, I guess, a big deal in, like, luchador culture. Like, if somebody loses and you take their mask off, it it it's like a grave dishonor or something. Hmm. Right. And... <laughs> <laughs> and Batman plays the recording of Candace double-crossing Rupert right in front of both of them, drops Bane off, and walks out to Candace presumably getting murdered by Thorn for betraying him. I mean, well, the way he says it, he's like, Candace, it's like this kind of comical, boy, are you in trouble? That kind of thing. Yeah, this the tone is just all over the place in this episode. But that is the end of Bane. Kenny, does this episode hold up? <sighs> I'm going to say no. For me. Yeah. I'm going to agree. Never okay. liked Bane. 
and this version of him is like there are definitely worse versions of Bane. Oh God, yeah. I mean, in this version, at least he's intelligent. He has a plan. He's well spoken. Um, there are other versions of Bane which were just you know, God, like Batman and Robin. I think he just says one word the yeah. entire movie, and uh, you've got the Dark Knight Rises, which it's very difficult to understand what he's saying in that one. Um, this is the only version of Bane I've ever liked, and even then, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the day, like he's not stupid. He he does have a plan, but he's he's not like this super smart, methodical. It, and what it is really is it's it's just kind of lazy writing. For the so, first two thirds yeah. of the episode, he knows what Batman's going to do before he does it, just because. It's it's an interesting. I like the idea of Candace, you know, falling yeah. for Bane. The turn there, I think that was creative. I like the idea of introducing Croc into the scene, having him beat up Croc to show his strength. But then, like you said, the tone is very wavy. Um, with Robin having the fight scene in the in the water and uh, Bane's venom going wacky zany on him, it, it's just a, an uneven episode. Yeah, I think you were right to compare it to the Adam West Batman. This feels like, and Bane wasn't even a thing. Nah. He hadn't been introduced in the comics at the time the Adam West Batman was going on. But this is like Bane by way of Adam West in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and once again, this is kind of, in my opinion, the best version of him. And I'm still not feeling it. Yeah, you know... We, we would have to have some sort of Bane ranking side podcast to, to know that for sure and prove it with science. Right. But I just plain don't give a, enough of a shit about Bane to do that. <laughs> so if, if you at home would like to perform your own science, if we've got any Bane fans out there who want to start a Bane rankings podcast, right. uh, let us know. Yeah. Log on to... Log on to anchor.fm slash bat ranking slash messages and record your no longer than two minutes uh, episodes of the Bane Rankings podcast and we'll we'll play it on this show. That's the thing. And I know there are fans of Bane out there. I mean, he was a major character. He broke Batman. It's, he's a huge deal. I just never gave two shits about him. Yeah, he's just such a 90s edgelord whatever character. <laughs> they were a dime a dozen in the 90s. Bane, Apocalypse, Doomsday. Who was the dude in Spider-Man? Morlun? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Probably. Yeah, just new villains that got invented out of nowhere to either like kill in Superman's case and Spider-Man's too, I think, or... Just, like, be the biggest, baddest guy around all of a sudden because cause the Joker's gotten beaten one too many times. Right. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm just... That is an era of comics that I'm just kind of not a fan of. I... Yeah. I'm, I feel you. <laughs> yep. But let's but, just find out how much now using science, shall we? I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with magic. Yeah, so got the science machine all booted up. It's, uh, the fans are spinning, which is good because it's warm out there. Let me uh, put in the floppy disk real quick. Yep. All right, floppy those are in. Cool deal. I guess the speaking of floppy, let's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Get those lab coats on. And pants <laughs> off. <laughs> Woo! I made a penis joke, everybody. <laughs> you did. 
<laughs> we, we've been talking about Ben going on dates. We're talking about Candace and floppy wieners. This is a good episode. Yep, it's uh, top ten, clearly. <laughs> All right. Let's see where this episode ranks in our master list of 68 episodes. Oh, it's almost the sex number. Almost. Almost there. Ah. Two-Face, Ceno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, House and Garden, Cat in the Club, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Harlequinade, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, Time Out of Joint, What is Reality, Avatar, Just a Smart Mind, You're Rich. Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, Zatanna, Dreams of Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On the Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Mood of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Trial, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather. Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Catwalk, Worry Man, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, The Terrible Trio, Terror in the Sky, Cat Scratch Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Woo! Ooh. Do you realize that Terrible Trio and Terror in the Sky are right next to each other? Oh, yeah, right there. Terrible Trio <laughs> just edging it out. Two Terribles back-to-back. Oh, there's there's more than two Terribles back-to-back that low in the yeah. list. <laughs> All right, random number generator. Let's see what we're working with here. Is Bane better or worse than number nine? Almost got him. No. Nope, not as good. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yep, that was easy. <laughs> uh, Is Bane better or worse than number 36? A bullet for Bullock. No. Nah, bullet for Bullock's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's... Bullet for Bullock's another one where the where the tone is is kind of here and there, but in a way that's that's fun and feels cohesive. I feel like they were taking some risks with Bullet for Bullock. I mean, that's a kids car. It's a kids cartoon, but they told a story with no supervillains, no explosions, yeah. no you know car chases, no gadgets, gizmos. It was a detective story, and kudos to them for trying it out. And I would say being successful. Yeah, yeah, that episode was quite good. All right. In that case, is Bane better or worse than number 58, Fire from Olympus? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm going to say Fire from Olympus is better. Yeah, I'm I'm weighing this episode has a lot of Candace and that's kind of the, the highlight of the episode, in my opinion. Right. Fire from Olympus has Maxi Zeus, who is who is just so dumb. I have a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> He's just so dumb. I think the animation was a tad bit better in Fire from Olympus. Actually, not a tad yeah. bit, quite a bit better. Yeah, it it had, it had that scene in the alleyway where the the stool pigeon gets murdered with lightning. Not murdered, but you know, yeah, or, basically uh, murdered. Batman being dragged on that uh, tile flooring by that pig. That was kind of neat. Yeah, that was all right. It's kind of kind of a weak sauce labor of Hercules, but you did have the one pig. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to concur. I think Fire from Olympus a little bit better. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that means Bane will be placing in the bottom 10. Oh. <laughs> Is Bane better or worse than number 66, Terror in the Sky? I do I, think it's better than Terror in the Sky. 
yeah, I concur. Terra in the Sky is just slow and boring, and this one was kind of all over the place and dumb, but I wasn't, I can't say I was bored by it. Nah, you didn't throw up, which is good. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that how, sounds how like bad a home run right there. <laughs> all right. In that case, is Bane better or worse than number 65, the terrible trio? I think it's still better I, than I the terrible it, yeah, trio. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was. I I don't think this episode like Bane. Whatever else he's supposed to be, he's always supposed to feel like a threat to Batman. And I don't think that they quite stuck that landing with this episode. But he's he feels more threatening than either of those three idiots in terrible trio. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, I'm glad they had the croc fight, and I'm glad they showed the damage on the Batmobile. So you know the potential's there. Whereas the yeah. terrible trio, it was just the case of the Hardy Boys, you know. It's eh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if anything, it it felt like really, it's going to take you twenty two minutes to take care of these guys, Batman. I I think you right. could have wrapped this up in eleven and and had room for I don't know eleven minutes of of Harley Quinn doing stand up or something. You at least know <laughs> that Batman can punch hard, so uh, I would true. go with Bane. All right. In that case, is Bane better or worse than number 60, Worry Men? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, so. I think a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. At least there's motivation, uh, money, and Candace, uh, whereas Worry Men was by an island. Uh. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know that, because they, they make reference to, oh, Bane was obsessed with Batman in prison. That's kind of weak sauce motivation like why why batman in particular why is this guy from south america obsessed with batman yeah you think but... he'd be obsessed with superman yeah because superman's in the headlines probably more than batman is yeah i mean certainly internationally one would think but right also maybe... how is he getting news about batman if he's in this experimental yeah. pris- prison in the middle of the jungle who knows? Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking too hard. We're thinking too hard. Yeah, that was our first mistake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, even even still, I concur a little bit better than Worry Men. Yeah. All right. In that case, we have but one decision left to make. Is Bane better or worse than last week's episode, Catwalk? Yeah, I think it yeah. is slightly better. I concur. It's it's dumb, but it's not boring. And I was just bored with Catwalk. I liked I, the performances in Catwalk better. But I think the flow, the overall, uh, you know, from A to Z, like you said, I, I never really wavered. My attention never went anywhere else. Yeah. Whereas Catwalk, I was kind of looking at my clock like, all right, <laughs> let's get going. Yep. All right. Well, that for the second week in a row puts our new episode Bane in the number 59 spot, Eesh. just below Fire from Olympus and just above Catwalk. Okay. Kind of a. <laughs> so that was our double feature. We did both of those in one recording session. <laughs> kind of a lame double feature this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if next week will be any better. Next week, we've got Baby Doll. Do you remember this episode, Ooh, Kenny? Oh, yes, I do. I do remember this one. I like this one. I remember this episode being one of the more cartoony ones. This this one sort of feels like 
there's a certain... Batman usually has more of a gritty film noir style, and when we get more into Superman, that's when it gets more into, like, bright, colorful, like, almost almost has a has more of that that flesher like Popeye style like stylized character designs and I remember this one feeling almost more like a Superman episode than a Batman I could see even that. though it has Batman in it yeah I like this one because there's a sort of tragic irony to it as I recall and uh, yeah we'll get there when we get there but it's a it's a beautifully acted episode as I recall all right. Well, the actress we'll who that does one Baby Doll uh, hits a home run in that one. All right. Well, we'll see if that uh, holds up to your recollections next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, well, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11, so if you're on PS4, <laughs> <laughs> come on down. By the way, I highly recommend Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. I'm, I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, but when I'm not doing that, uh, Weiske TV on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And you can always find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings. You can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Or if you hit that messages button, hey, if you want to rank some Bane things, if you want to rank this Bane against Dark Knight Rises, or this Bane against Batman and Robin Bane, what <laughs> other Banes have there been? There's Nightfall Bane. Uh, the video games, Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I would I would consider that a discrete version of Bane. So, so let us know where other Banes rank against animated series Bane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you like Bane, tell us why. That's fine. Yeah. We're yeah, all, we all got our favorites. It's, it's fine with us. We'd like to hear from you. We would. And you will hear from us about Baby Doll next week. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.